Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Pixel Hunt. My name is Malcolm Cano, and joining me, as they normally do in the studio, are my illustrious co-hosts, Mr. Michael Carl. Hello. Mr. James Baker. Greetings. One more time. Uh, hello, greetings. Can you hear me now? Check right. one, two. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Mr. Tyler Durr. Hello there. And Mr. Atril <laughs> Salazar. Llama in the house. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Doing great. <laughs> I'm so happy and excited to be here. Thank you for coming. And if you're joining us for the first time, this is a little late, but welcome to the season finale. Better late than never. <laughs> yeah. You're you're jumping in at the best part, at the, the, the tail end of the of the genre. Thank you for, for showing up. I love how we're a genre unto ourselves. Yeah. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Very yeah. deserving. Yes. Oh, yes. We get our own genre. Um, it's beautiful. And the in-jokes begin. Um, so, basically, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a show about all things video game. We go discuss things, including video game news, critiques, reports, what's happening in the industry, what's happening with the development and production of certain games, the legal aspect of games, and uh, the, the story of the show is that we've been... That was uh, conceived in the disgusting, decrepit halls of a hundred-year-old uh, former army barrack uh, between Mike and I. Uh, as it we was were, haunted. As we were cobbling together enough sticks uh, for warmth on fending off the, the mutants that lived in the basement of the hall. <laughs> and also I, known as Quadrangle. Also known <laughs> as Quadrangle Hall. And I turned to Mike and I was like, hey Mike, would you... Potentially be interested in uh, in doing something for for video games on the radio. I, I kind of want to do something, uh, and I and I said no. And he was like, absolutely. And then he forced me here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and so began the beautiful, beautiful show of Pixel Hunt. Can I just say you described Quad like a Fallout shelter? It is. Like, no, not a shelter of vaults. Yeah, because like you could see the American flag that had been painted over. That ran down its halls. Yes. It was a vault. So, so we started there. We uh, came here onto KRUI. And we proceeded to, to create uh, just a bumbling mess of nonsense for the first couple of shows. But quickly we began to learn and change and alter it. And it, when, what used to be just Mike and I became myself, Mike, and our friend Nick Coulson. Then... Jim came in, then Tyler came in. The real bumbling mess. Then Atril came Yo, in. What's up? We had Gates on the show. We had Cody on the show. We had uh, Mike Schumacher for Caitlin. a show. Caitlin for Schumacher. a show. Uh, Jacob Glass. Shout out to Jacob. I really, I hope oh, you're right. having a good time. Yeah, yeah it's been what's a while he doing? That, man. I, I don't know. I should. I now that stuff's over. I am oh. gonna make sure I reach out. So it's been uh, it's been a wild ride uh, you, through, the, through the ups and downs of uh, my entire academic career and uh, a lot of our academic careers. This has been honestly the most stable and consistent thing I've ever done. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's this has uh, persisted through everything. Every single yeah. thing we've done it for for four years. Very rarely have we missed an episode, and even when we did, we tried to to put something up. And uh, when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of all of you guys. I'm incredibly, I feel really proud of what we've made together. I'm honored the fact that we have, I'm honored by the fact that we have an actual fan 
who came and reached out and is now uh, on the show. It's actually, uh, it's a dream come true. Um, we're really glad to have you here, Atril. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I'm glad to be on the show, too. Uh, but especially talking with other gamers who are actually a lot smarter than me. So, you know, it's, it's nice getting a... <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know. You can... Yeah. I, uh, but you know what? I'll take it. Okay, sure. But, you know, Maybe not accurate. <laughs> but it's been, it's, it's, been, it's been one heck of a journey. And uh, uh, thanks for having me on the show, guys. It's, it's really putting up with my loud... Uh, voice in my loud bursting laughs no not at beautiful. all beautiful you are all of us any combined. worse no. than the rest of well, ours well hold on all of us combined easy mike speak for yourself it's not like a ventrilo <laughs> all of us of Ragnaros. and thanks for all the views you gave us atril yes oh, and thank <laughs> you really you. helped our numbers thank padding you. those stats <laughs> like yeah. a boss oh. hey you know it's in the style so yeah <laughs> i i honestly i think that that that's what uh a pixel hunt has has come to to mean for me and it's it's just been a, a beautiful moment. We've had we've hit some some really impressive highs. Uh, we've you know we have we started the SoundCloud. We've actually started putting episodes up. Uh, speaking of which, get ready for an absurd amount of shilling. If you like what you hear, please go check out the SoundCloud. Just go onto SoundCloud.com and look up Pixel Hunt, and it's the one with the chibis on it and the twenty like six seven episodes. Uh, and you can find all of season four and listen to us meander and talk about video games uh, and make fun of Anthem. A lot of making fun of Anthem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. it's a fun pastime. It's a great pastime. I'm almost, I'm sad that we have to give up just trashing on EA and Anthem. Well, no, we don't have to give it up. We just won't be broadcasting the fact that we're doing it Right, anymore. that was part of the Other fun. people will have to just know in <laughs> their hearts <laughs> that somewhere... Somehow in the world, the the four or five or six or however many of us are trashing on Anthem. Just making fun of for that. mercilessly well, well, Let's, let's be it. real here, guys. Anthem was never a thing from the beginning, and it's still, it's still no longer Did a thing. Did not exist. Uh, we shamed it even when it wasn't yet. <laughs> yeah. We knew. We knew. We shamed it for its lack of existence. That's right. Um, uh, the game so is I'm, terrible now. I, I'm so... Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm overjoyed that I get to be here with you guys. Um, and so I think for, for this final episode, rather than uh, a bunch of uh, some outside stories, we're gonna, we're gonna turn the lights inward, uh, and we're gonna, I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions, and we're gonna, we're gonna, everyone's just gonna get to know each other. And I, I know, I know you guys, but the listeners are gonna kind of get to see what it's like from you guys' perspective. Though they hear that a lot, we're going to just, there won't be any outside context. We're going to be doing it uh, solely based on experience. But first, we have, for the last time this season, the new releases. Good new releases. So it looks like we've got Steven Universe, Save the Light, and OKKO OK Bundle on the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch coming out on May 17th, so today... Nice. We've got Team Sonic Racing on the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC coming out May 21st. It's no Sonic Riders. That's true. <laughs> We've got <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered and Liberation Remastered coming out on the Switch on May 21st. We've got Observation coming on PS4 and PC on May 21st. Resident Evil is coming to the Switch on May 21st. Resident Evil 4 is coming to the Switch on May 21st. Ooh. Resident Evil Zero is coming to the Switch on May 21st. 
Everybody's Golf VR is coming to the PS4 on May 21st. Total War Three Kingdoms is coming to the PC on May 23rd. Blood Plus Truth is coming to the PSVR on May 28th. Little Friends Dogs and Cats is coming to the Switch on May 28th. Uh, Libus and Labyrinth XL Limited Edition is coming to the PS4 and Switch on May 31st. And Trover Saves the Universe is coming onto the PS4 and PSVR on May 31st. So... Can I just say that I think now Resident Evil 4 is still continuing its pursuit on being on every single console. That's correct. Since its release. <laughs> to rival Dark Souls. <laughs> oh, way more than Dark Souls isn't even Oh, close, excuse but... me, not uh, Skyrim. Oh, Skyrim. The, the too, joke yeah. is like, yeah, my TI-84 yeah. plays Skyrim. Uh-huh. <laughs> Skyrim and Resident Evil 4. I wanted my, my Tamagotchi my, to play uh, it. Yeah, my, my, my uh, refrigerator I can really, play Skyrim. I really wish my TI-84 could play Skyrim, because oh then God. I could actually just, like, legit sit in the back of a calculus class and play Skyrim and look like I was doing something. Right. You're furiously just hitting buttons and doing calculations. <laughs> Come on. If you're playing Skyrim right, you don't need to be furiously hitting buttons. You just need one key press, hold, release. Oh, if one you're a magic press, user. Hold, release. Or you're an archer. Oh, that's true. It's true. <laughs> stealth archer. Yeah, have you seen the Skyrim flowchart? Literally everything goes into Stealth Archer. Unless you go hard enough into magic and enchanting. Right. There's like one little branch off to that side where, where you can be anything else. But it's mostly But mostly stealth. it all just feeds back into you Stealth be, Archer. You're a Stealth Archer. Um, so yeah. Must have been the wind. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, that those are the new releases. If you can tell, I went a little further than we normally do. Because uh, we won't be here next week. Oh, actually, here's some notable stuff that's coming out. I was like, we're just going to jump deep into the future. Hey, check it out. The Sinking City is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC on June 27th. Hey. Uh, and despite my hopes being dashed onto the cold, hard rocks of reality with um, uh, Call of Cthulhu, uh, check out The Sinking City, because it looks at least passable, certainly better than Call of Cthulhu. How was Call of Cthulhu? Not good. It's a not <laughs> a good game. I would describe it as macabre. It's macabre, macabre. indeed. <laughs> What is it? Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black yes. Order is coming to the Switch on July 19th. So check that out. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, great game. You it, is. Get it. it is a very good game. What is it? Life is Strange 2 Episode 4 is coming on August 22nd. Shenmue 3 is coming to the PS4 and PC huh. on August 27th. And, so, and Control is also coming to the PS4, Xbox One, and PC on August 27th. So check those games out. We talked about... Uh, we talked about um, control, and it seems pretty fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine, Catherine, full body is coming to the PS4 on September 3rd. And if you like your anime and your Atlas, check that out. It's a fun game. Yeah. I uh, yeah. So really, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Get ready. I'm so excited. I I can't wait for that. That's gonna it's gonna be a blast. I can't wait to just yeah. jump into the nostalgia. Just we're all gonna end up like waking up with switches. That's right. It's like oh I I, I don't know what happened. I, I got pretty drunk last night and oh I bought a switch, Pokemon Sword and Shield. All right, I guess I know what I want. I, I guess not drunk, the worst option I've taken I'm, while drunk. I guess drunk me knows me pretty well. Good job, drunk me, <laughs> making the hard decisions that I didn't have the the, uh, the courage to do. Drunk me makes better decisions than sober me buying Battleborn. 
<laughs> no, you were yeah. sober for that. Yeah. You were drunk when you bought that? Yeah. No, he was, no, I was sober. <laughs> he was sober when he... <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That was a sober Tyler decision. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we've got a, we've got a, a beautiful, really, like a, we got a really nice show for you guys. So thank you for coming along. If you've been with us, uh, welcome. If you're just showing up, we're happy to have you. Um, so without further ado, uh, let's just jump into the, let's just jump into it. I'm going to rip off, I'm going to try to rip off as many, uh, different creators as I can. Um, let's just jump right into it. What... And you guys can can think as much as you'd like. I have something prepared, but what would you say over the past, so from, say, September up till now, what has been your game of the year, in your opinion? It's a game that you've been playing or, or you've heard of or you saw or saw, a game over the course of this season that you've, that's really captivated you, that's made you uh, really love it or really want to be around it or, um, yeah. Uh, I, mine, uh, and this is a fair, a relatively late one, uh, but I, uh, Pokemon Go is my game of the year, um, because I initially got, I jumped on the craze with everyone else, I played it a bunch in 2016, and then dropped it because it was super buggy and really hard to handle, and like, I didn't have a lot of friends to play it with. Cut to, uh, the past couple of weeks slash like a month or two. And I'd start, I've started playing it around town and going out with uh, friends and playing it. And it's it's been fantastic. Like, playing Pokemon Go with friends and going out and actually doing all this stuff uh, has been, like, really fun. And, and kind of what I imagined they wanted the experience to be like. And I can kind of see why it caught on so well. Like, I went out with Tyler and a, and a couple of other people. Well, Mike, Mike and uh, Caitlin. Um, the one, the artist who did our chibis, um, go on to SoundCloud to see them. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, we, we went out and Tyler, we had beaten, uh, an Arcanine in a raid and Tyler was, we were all huddled around Tyler watching him. Uh, he had still, he had yet to catch it. And he like one ball missed another ball missed. It kept popping out of the balls and he had one premier ball, which is what you use to catch it left. And he like... A single ball, and he threw it at the at the Arcanine. We all sat there with our breath uh, held, and it got caught. And it was amazing. It was like it was like a legitimate, like good fun time, and it was like tense. That Arcanine I caught at that point is still one of my champs. And it's I don't know. I for me, Pokemon Go, uh, at least through the through the newfound experience of playing with other people, has been just a, a joy to play. I've had so much fun with it. And call us if you uh, want to explain your Pokemon experiences too, sure. or, or any other. Hey, game. man, yeah. yeah, you wanna you wanna call? There's a there's a phone number on the website. Give us a call. I finally. It may take me a bit of finagling, uh, but I. Uh, Is that a fake word? Finagling? Yeah. Perhaps. Well, like like yes, like fadoodle. Fadoodle. Fadoodoo. Yeah. That's fadoodoo. <laughs> <laughs> no that's context. A, that's that's a no. I don't think so. It's not. I mean, I can tell the story. Go ahead. Where do we? Uh, well, no, no, no. I shouldn't. No, tell we, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That'll that's be another, that'll be one for the the wink wink records. Yeah, you'll the, have to do some uncensored digging. episodes. Yeah. Essentially, I can say that somebody who I was talking to 
you said fadoo in place of the word fake. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's fadoo yeah. And I was For... like, oh, okay. That's a word. And he was shamed. <laughs> shamed away. It's true. He was. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, do you guys have anything or... Uh, does it does it have to be a recent game or no? No, I mean not just just that you've you've played yeah. since end of last year. Yes, yeah, oh yeah. oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, ever since I got my Xbox One, thank you, Grandma and Grandpa. Uh, I have uh, been really uh, slapping it back on with some Warframe, and uh, oh, the stuff I've been doing. Uh, one had to catch up from my previous uh, times that I was playing and. Honestly, I've been playing with a lot of friends, uh, getting back with some old friends that I found out that are still playing Xbox, and uh, yeah, I've been enjoying that. So I will say, Warframe's my my game of the year. What, I would say. What's been like? Uh, what's give us a, a quintessential Warframe experience? What 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 keeps you coming back for more? Ah, well, uh, Warframe. Uh, oh god, what it does? Oh yeah, uh, streaming. Uh, I, I usually stream on Twitch and stuff. Not gonna shill myself. No, on no, it. no. Now's the time. What's right. your, yeah, go ahead. My, uh, hey kids, my Twitch stream is uh, games for you all. Games with the four and then a U and A L. Games for you all. Wow. So check me out yeah. on Twitch, kids. <laughs> with some Fortnite, I'm uh-huh. messing with you. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, yeet. Indeed, I will. I will eat you right out of this studio yeah. if you start playing Fortnite. No, just, no, no, I hate that game. Dab so, on them, dab, dab on them haters, kids. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, so um. you know, it's, there's something freeing about knowing that I'll never have to. I'll, I'll never host again. What are you talking about? Maybe I will. Let's get all our <laughs> shame out right now. Yeah. All the all the season four pent up shame. No posturing, but yeah. So like streaming and <laughs> yeah. like, has there been any? Oh yeah, some or? big, some big things. Uh, so the Warframe has a PvP community, and the, though the PvP through a lot of most people they don't like it because it's really unbalanced, and it is they they balance it a little bit, but yeah. So um, I came back to the game and met like a lot of people through the like through the PvP community, gotten people into the PvP while either streaming or not streaming. Uh. I just been playing a lot, and just the people you meet—they're really funny. Just hear, hearing me one-shot them from a mile away, and then they just like scream on the mic. <laughs> uh, so fun, and especially when we playing free, free for all, like Warframe. I don't know if you guys ever touched Warframe at all. Not PvP. Uh, I've seen like a streamer I watch, uh, Patrick Boivin. Uh, Pat Pat stares at. Check him out. He's very good. Isn't it just Boivin? Boivin, Boivin. It's French. French Canadian. Oh, right, okay. So that's the actual oh. French pronunciation. Yeah. Alright, alright, yeah. So might look him up. Um, He's real good. Uh, yeah, and with war each warfare has their own different abilities, but in PvP, it's like some warframes are way more powerful than usual. And um, I basically play the healer, but she's not really good at, you know, healing when everyone's just getting one shot, so um, one of her main abilities that I usually use is her ability called Link, and basically anybody who's around me, any damage they do to me, it basically gets reflected on right back to them. So, uh. and, I, and you have to be close to them, they reduce the range of it, but when people are slamming down constantly with their hammers or any weapon, that does a lot of damage, so... There was uh, one time I was playing with my friends, and of course, they were free-for-all, so these guys are like, rank 20, and that's like, that's like end-game levels right there, they have like the max weapons, well... Two of them try slamming me at the same time, and as I pop my link as soon as they were in the midst of slamming, in the slam animation. So as soon as they hit me, 
I only take like what like 20 damage while they basically just got one-shotted they and one-shotted and Con- oh well congratulations <laughs> you've played yourself yes <laughs> <laughs> and um one of the one of the just hearing them on the mics they just they're like what what is this this, this is so stupid <laughs> they're like I hit you and I die and I hate the healer <laughs> and there is like, something very fun about it. And and these guys are playing. These guys are playing like top tier Warframes. Rhino, I think. I think the other one's playing a Loki Prime and stuff. Rhino Prime and a Loki Prime. Like, you can't even get those without like either buying Loki Prime. Or you can't even get Rhino Prime anymore uh, unless you like find some rare dealer on the side. Like, right. I got myself a Rhino Prime. I'll uh, give it to you for your firstborn. <laughs> um, literally, I love I love uh, joke builds that are secretly good. Yeah, they're the best. Oh, Pichu in in Smash Ultimate show up and people are like oh this is just a joke and then you proceed to just <laughs> annihilate lucky chloe <laughs> you're a lucky joke chloe. <laughs> I mean, it's eddie gordo eddie, oh, eddie. No. <laughs> the funniest thing i have oh i could not stop laughing it's very funny do not mess with capoeira <laughs> you see, yeah. Good luck. You just laugh at it from the side. Yeah. And then you take him on and get destroyed. And then yes. like get just comboed into nothing. <laughs> but uh there's also another warframe named Voban and uh he is the one that causes most of the screams in Warframe, the one that actually makes me enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, the unbalancedness of this game is that Vovan is, uh, he's like, everyone call him the train head warframe because literally it looks like a guy, think of a, like a dude, but with a train on his head. Like, just the front of a train. <laughs> like a choo-choo train? Yeah, just like, a... to- everyone calls him Thomas the Train uh, Warframe. <laughs> and so, I'll show you guys a picture later. Uh, but Vovan, one, he's basically the trap warframe. Like, sets down traps and stuff. All of his abilities, all his other abilities are trash. Except his first ability, where it's basically just a ball. And every time someone walks around it, it shocks them and does like a decent amount of damage. Well, DE, thank you DE for this, they haven't balanced his uh, shock where there's no maximum amount you can't place. Unless like in one place you could place down five and not just kill someone on the bat. But if you go from a certain range of those, you could place down another five and then you can place down another five. And then, until you die. That's inappropriate. <laughs> You Until shouldn't be you allowed die. to do that. That is inappropriate. That's, <laughs> that's abuse. <laughs> Placement caps, people. Placement caps are a thing what's, for trap layers. What's that? 20 proximity mines. Why not make it 25? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the screams I hear every single time, like especially especially when you get like little kids. Yeah, little kids are actually playing Warframe. Uh, who just like... Taking every a break single... from Fortnite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, all <laughs> Sorry if you play Fortnite. <laughs> hearing, hearing all the screams every time someone gets a shock, like, ah, ah, who keeps pushing these things down? Oh my god, I can't die to these things. Like, I'll shoot them and they get really low health, and as soon as they try to get away, they'll hit the shock <laughs> thing. <laughs> so they'll, you just see them flip out the door and then I get a kill. And they're just like, this is stupid, who keeps doing this? Who keeps doing this? And I'm like the only one who's like, and my smartest thing is that until I die, these things, and if I die, these things disappear. So you just so, hold up. And just hang out somewhere. <laughs> no, not even that. I just run because I just run around the whole map, and so I keep I keep getting energy because of the mods that I have regenerates my energy over time a lot faster. So you're just popping down. <laughs> I'm just popping them down left and right, and everyone's just like, "What is happening?" So every time I'm just saying, "Ah, oh, ah, oh, ah!" And it's because everyone's screaming every time they get shot. 
And so... Oh my god. It's one of the best things. And when I tried streaming one time, I was like explaining my strategy because some people were watching. (laughs) And I forgot that the mic was on. So some guy was like, thanks for telling me your strategy, you idiot. But then he kept dying for the... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the That's the best part. Yeah. (laughs) And... And I'm just sitting here like, so how how's my strategy, bro? <laughs> but in the match he that's, left. That's the mark of a truly strong strategy. <laughs> oh. where you, even if you tell it to your opponents, you, they still can't beat it. And it's the- also it's amazing when people get arrogant online and then just get stomped within <laughs> seconds. <laughs> them saying oh. that. And it, it's beautiful. And they're like, what? Oh, I'm, I'm not actually in silver. You're so stupid. You think this is my main account? <laughs> oh, the, uh, yes, the salty the silver classic. run back. A classic. Yeah. I actually had someone do that to me. Uh, they said, this oh, is not, my, this is not uh, my main account. This is, it's, it's bro, there was nothing I could do, or this isn't my main account. Yeah. And he, that, I'm not and actually bad at this game. I'm, funny, just, no, I'm just in silver because, like, this, <laughs> it is, was my, the one this time, is my phone account. It was the one time someone was actually honest about it because he got on his main account, and I still <laughs> destroyed him. <laughs> he he was on he was on his rank six. It was his rank six, and he was uh, playing Ember. And God, I hate her. As soon as she gets close to you with that alt world of fire. God bless your soul. Uh, and he was like, I killed him. He's like, he's like, this is stupid. He's like, are you playing Vovin? Oh, let me get on my main account, bro. I got my best war frame. Yo, you want to go, bro? You want to go right now? We yo, can... yo, swing some hands, bro. Let's go and catch these hands. <laughs> and I said to catch these this, orbs. <laughs> this sounds like, let me go get my main and I'll show you what death is. Yes. You know, you're it's like, you, this you... isn't even my main account, okay? Wait till I come back with my frostman. Not Nothing against you, but like, well, that's not it. It's, this isn't even my main account, so you know that song called "Let Me Get My Main." I did not know that somebody had made a song of That's this, amazing. but now I want to. Yes, it's it's literally a song, basically of what I'm about to explain. So he was like, I, you know, I want to give it on my main, bro. This is not even my main account. And I was like, bro, why are you getting so salty? He's so he added me as a friend through his other account <laughs> just so he can find me. And so, and so uh, I wasn't even streaming. I, I I was just playing with my other two friends. One was like a seven year old, and he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, you showed him and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like those anime protagonists, like, <laughs> you know, I'm a boss. And it's like the background for it's like, ha ha. You showed him, <laughs> like you know, and it was so funny because God he got bless. on and he was ranked twenty. Yo, where is is he? that high? Oh yeah. Uh, so nice. I'm only I'm like rank nine, and that takes forever. Oh to get there. no! And, and you were saucing out a rank twenty. He was ranked twenty. <laughs> I think it was rank twenty two or something like that. If I do believe so, maybe a little higher. But he was. I'm gonna say rank twenty two. And he has one of the best weapons in the game. They call it Arca Plasma. It's basically a one-shot shotgun for everything. Yeah. The, the, the how you bypass any level in the game. And he... <laughs> the he, easy mode. He comes in here and he's like, I got an Arca Plasma. I got the, my Rhino Prime, bro. I got this an exclusive event, bro. Like, Ooh, so he was, can... he was pre-flexing. Yeah, he was pre-flexing. See, right. one, one thing about me never, and my squad... Never flex before you win. That's yes. correct. In PvP, never, never pre-flex. Goes for anything Go, in life. Even if, you're in, <laughs> even if you're in Dark Souls and a dude shows up with nothing on except for a loincloth and a club oh he's don't you, you don't you dare emote like yeah. point down to the ground because you're about to lose man <laughs> the, guy, the guy with no clothes on and smoke's hammer is he's either he's either like insane or knows exactly what he's <laughs> and either way he can end you yeah. why does people keep backstabbing me because it does See, a lot of damage it's easy. And, it's easy. and it does, it does a, lot a lot of damage, damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what I did, but without the orb. <laughs> why do you keep? Why does everyone keep placing orbs? Because it's easy. 
and it does a lot of damage. <laughs> and and he, throughout the whole game, he's like, he's like, I'm coming for you, Llama. I'm coming for you. And just like he joined our party too. So let's just let's just add that to that. He joins our party, our Xbox Live party, Woo! just to like talk trash about me. So he's killing my other teammates. But I told my other teammates, like I sent them a message while I'm like hiding in a corner while he's getting killed by orbs. And I'm like, yo guys, just stay back. You know, let me handle this. So uh, and so they're like they were just like killing them themselves amongst each other, like uh, you know, just gonna mess around. And he, he's like, I'm gonna find you. Every time he finds me, he's like, I got you, I got you. Just really salty. And then all I, and like I, sh I turn around and I have a gun, especially a plasma gun called the uh, Optica Veil, uh, Vandal, Optica Vandal. And I just charge it, shoot him, and he gets like really low. And then I place the orb right next to me. And so as he's, <laughs> as he's about to melee me, he just gets shocked. And he's like, he's like, ah, I hate you. He's like, you know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with Warframe. I'm done with this crap. I'm done. Yeah. And he, and best, he, best case oh, scenario, you, you make someone quit oh, the game Oh, you made someone entirely. uninstall. Oh, <laughs> X sucks uninstall. That's a dream. <laughs> and I just... And so my friends are just the whole time while he's like yelling, he's like, bro, you got deleted. <laughs> but that's what makes you come back to Warframe. It's just the people that you meet. And honestly, I met more good people. You know, people get mad over the bill, but they're like, you know, they're pretty, they're, they, I, I teach them how to basically play PvP because I used right. to stream way back then too. And I just like, you know, it's so fun just kind of getting that slice of a community that everyone like hates this mode. But then when you start playing it, I even got people who like, oh, I don't like Conclave. I don't, is what it's called. I was like, I don't like conclave i don't like pvp and stuff and i was like bro just join a game let's just have, let's have some fun and I, I won't go with the vovey i don't want to make them quit too fast and and they'll enjoy themselves and they'll they'll actually start playing the mode it's just really fun just kind of playing with people when everyone's on an equal plane no matter how strong you are absolutely and equal uh mm. but you know equalish plane and so yeah it's it's nice we do okay thank you yeah sorry that, for that long no, story that was fantastic i i enjoyed that very much we also we we have to do Something very special, and I actually have something prepared for this. Oh, oh is it what I think it is? Oh, it might be. Probably oh, yeah. not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, hold on a minute. Oh, I, I'm an idiot. Uh, there we go. Okay, guys. All right. So, it's, it's 1130, which means it's time for the weather. But not just any weather. It's time for the final weather. The last weather. So what What does Sephiroth have to do? It's horrifying. Also, like, does not fit for the weather, uh, which is why Good. I picked it. Yeah, he it. does. He I sends like a it. meteor down, which changes the weather. Yeah. It doesn't, it does not fit at all, uh, but I wanted just a, yeah. Currently in Iowa City, it's 57 degrees Fahrenheit. But fellas, let me ask you. What does it feel like out there? 54. Okay. I'm going to use, uh, 57. 55. I'm going to go for 69. It's 54. Oh! Ooh. Oh! Congratulations, oh. Tyler! Oh! You have won! Final weather! Oh, take it, Sephiroth! <laughs> I hated you in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> you were the worst! You guys hear about the uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, though? Yes. Woo! Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> So congratulations, you've now uh, won unlimited privileges. You're officially the weather master until weather is done again. Uh, That's right. Uh, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't tempt me. That's Ooh. right. Congratulations, you're now the Sephiroth of weather. 
I'll be the clown Heck yeah. of this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a bunch of uh, other swords formed into one. <laughs> and now we're back. That was beautiful. Yeah. I, I like the sigh of relief that transitioned into yeah. the new song. Uh, that, that was, was good. good. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what just happened? So who's next? I'll go. Um... I have been getting a lot of enjoyment recently out of a game whose name is escaping me at the moment. Um, I can Couldn't see have been it that good then. Very yep. clearly in my mind. <laughs> I, I did my own playthrough and then I started to play through with Tyler and Divinity Original Divinity. Sin. Thank you, Divinity Original, Original Sin. Divinity Two. Original Sin Two. No. Um, yeah. And it has been a blast. Um, I have thoroughly enjoyed myself both in my solo playthrough and in my co-op playthrough um we've been having a blast so fun um that's i really like uh finding ways to make our characters work together which is much more of a challenge in the co-op playthrough because i'm playing ice and he's playing fire nice and so when i throw a status effect on a target if he hits it it goes away. My status effect goes away. Right. If he throws one on a target and I hit it, his status effect goes away. Yeah. Ooh. So we're kind of working at cross purposes, but we're finding ways to make it work even so, which is a really cool challenge. I just get on mic and I'm like, hey, Jim, do you care if I light this dude up? <laughs> That's all I have to do. That's really awesome. So like, what, what's what's been a quintess... What's, what's the moment you think of when you think of that game? Like a really memorable or fantastic Divinity 2 moment? Um, I feel like I, the, the one that has stood out for me both in the playthrough that he and I have done and the playthrough that I did myself was there are these two trolls that occupy bridges on... I think it's the uh, second map. Classic trolls. Yeah. Yeah. That... Uh, that you have access to in the game. And these trolls are solo monsters. When you in, when you first encounter them, you're like level somewhere between 11 and 14. Okay. They're level 17 Ooh, or all 18. Right. So that's a, they are yeah, big also violently immune to a lot of things. Uh, they regenerate hit points ridiculously fast. They have huge hit point pools, huge armor pools. Um, they're bad, and they hurt. They're a couple of bad boys. Um, fortunately, you only have to fight one. Uh, you can fight both of them, I guess, if you really want to, but we only fought one. Um, and it's basically a matter, because this thing gets a lot of action points. Uh, it is, like, keeping your party from dying when you engage these things is basically a matter of making sure that every time it would have a turn, it is crowd-controlled. Because if it ever has a turn in which it is not crowd controlled, it's... it will kill one of your characters. Yikes. All it right. is basically guaranteed at least one will die. Mm -hmm. uh, and we managed to get through that fight, I believe, with only one death. Oh, well, yeah, Losa keeps dying for you, like, in every yeah, Losa, fight Yeah, Losa has the, the lowest both magic and physical armor and hit points of anyone in our party. So every time we get into a fight, the AI immediately tries <laughs> yeah. to murder her. But she, um, does, she does hundreds of damage just with regular attack. Yes. Real? Uh, yes. She, Losa is our sniper. She is oh. uh, specced into <clears throat> huntsman and archery. So if she Ooh. has... The high ground. It's just like, um, it's like 
it's over, Anakin. She has the high ground um, <laughs> because she can just rain arrows on people. And like two basic attacks from Losa is the equivalent, roughly, of I don't know three or four or five basic attacks from my character Jeez. because my character <clears throat> has a wand in one hand and a shield in the other. Oh, I see. So you're She's not, not very good at just basic damage. Right. She is, however, very good at unloading all of the spells every round. Right. Because she has a, like a set of feats in her build that if she's standing in water or ice... Oh, she gets uh, additional stuff. She, yeah. Well, all of the action point costs for her water and ice abilities are reduced by one. Oh, that's cool. So things that would normally cost two action points only cost one. Things that would cost three cost two. So... I get four action points every round. But if I'm standing in water and I use all two cost actions, I get four of them oh, every wow. round. Yes. Which means, oh, all of you guys who are clustered up right here because my my fellows have kindly teleported them together or are just standing in the middle of them. Cool. I'm going to drop a whole bunch of area effects right on all of that. Actually, usually it's I teleport him out yeah. after he has clustered them, and then I nuke the bejesus out of it. Nice. They are lovely. So those, see, so I assume you did, those trolls were a, were a time. Hmm? I assume, like, fighting those trolls with, like... Fighting the trolls was tricky because there's only one target, so... His attacks and mine only have one place to so go. So you overlap a bit. Which means there yeah. there had to be overlap. So I had to make sure that I had enough chill effects, because the thing we were using primarily to keep these guys controlled was the freeze on my frost effects. I had to make sure I had enough chill power that I could target this guy with, that I wouldn't kill my allies with, uh, every round to both put out the fire that he was leaving on it and chill it, and freeze it. Uh, cue the Arnold Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze quotes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Chill out. Um, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you chill out for a bit? Yeah. Borrow a line from Oh Shana. my god. Um, so, yeah, it's been... It's been a lot of fun and like trying to find ways to make our crowd controls and synergies work together. He's picked up summoning, so there's suddenly lots of yeah. little like oily and fiery elementals little running around the battleground. Boy. Yeah, yeah. I little grimers show up. That's pretty much exactly what it is. I could have my other character <laughs> throw a giant oily, a sentient oily blob to the other side of the map. And then just, just light it on fire. Yeah, and then my other character will just shoot a fire whip over there and explode everything. <laughs> That's so beautiful. beautiful. That's actually I really think cool. one of the prettiest battles we ever had was um, we were on top of a giant oil rig. Oh, yes. And, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, there was, a, there was a, a magister who was interrogating an, a mage and we wanted to save the mage and talk to him. So we go up there and the magister is trying to intimidate us and trying to execute the prisoner. We keep him talking and monologuing long enough for the prisoner to free himself. At which point, a fight breaks out because the magister's like, oh, you clever little buggers, and tries to murder us in addition to the prisoner. Right. Um, all of his guards come running, but then a bunch of uh, darkness monsters attack. Darkness. And they so, they attack by animating the oil in the oil rig oh, you and like 
trailing horrible combustible oil all the way up toward the center of you the the arena fools. where we are fighting to try and like kill the magister before he kills our little buddy and keep ourselves from being overwhelmed by all these oily elementals and then another wave of darkness spawns and these ones are all fire elementals so all that oil oh my god lights spontaneously and there's this massive just ring of explosions as the entire arena catches on cursed fire that's so awesome and yeah. all of our characters are like oh whoa <laughs> uh, and so it's like no we can do this and so i I cast rain again on the top of the arena to get like to get the fires out that are oh, around yes. us. Rain dance. Freeze it all. So we're ah. surrounded by ice and then just start sniping That's a elementals oof. as fast as I can while he takes care of everything on the platform around us, all the guards that have managed to make it to us. Uh, it was an epic fight and we had That's so awesome. much fun. That is it amazing. Was so cool. And I'm glad I built a PC because I know if I did not have a good PC, that fight would have crashed would have my computer. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have wrecked us. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. the, that's the litmus test oh. that they put in the game to make to make sure like we weed out all the ones with the bad PC. <laughs> that, was, that was a doozy of a fight, and Ooh. we had a blast. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> a blast, you say? <laughs> a freezing, fiery blast, even. Oh, that's amazing. Definitely. Uh... We actually, uh, we do have to hear a quick word, so we will be right back after this. And we're back. Yeah, this is actually, uh, for those of you that really like this music, I have switched it up. The first thing we did was a medley of a bunch of different Super Mario Jazz covers, and this is uh, Super Bell Hill from... Uh, Super Mario 3D World. Uh, it is one of my favorites. It's got this really beautiful, jazzy like feel to it, uh, and I like it a lot. It's very good. But uh, would you rather me go first, or I the two of you? I I said yeah, yeah, Melvin yeah, Pokemon yeah, Go first. There's my old Ajax now uh -huh. acting up again. Right there's the Alzheimer's. Yeah, <clears throat> it happens. Uh, you or me, Mike? Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm not sure. I have a like. Uh, a huge story like the other two before me, and my old age, I can't remember whatever you said, Malcolm. The Arcanine. Yes, it was Pokemon Go, I remember. Um, I was going to say Divinity 2, but honestly, I'd have to say just based on the theme and story alone, I'd probably have to go with... Uh, I was playing it earlier, now it's escaping Celeste. me. Celeste. Celeste, yes. <clears throat> just based on the theme of the story and everything, pretty much like... Um, climbing a mountain, which is used as a metaphor for mental illness, I think is a beautiful thing, honestly. And, I don't know, someone that struggles occasionally themselves, I, I find it, it, it's given some important lessons, too, that I think on occasionally myself. And it's just written so amazingly that you wouldn't expect to find in a platformer like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it surprised the heck out of me that, like, the characters are well-written they're very interesting. Uh, just, I don't know, like, all the levels are so well designed. The music in it is amazing. Uh, it looks amazing. Uh, it's, it's easily one of the best platformers I've ever played. And it upsets me that I had sat on it for so long until Mike ushered me back into playing it. But now that I'm back into playing it, I think it's about time I finally finish the game and conquer the mountain. 
So I think I, that would have to be my favorite game. Absolutely. I, 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 yeah, it is a really beautiful game. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. And I, I also, I, I think you mentioned the music, the levels. Uh, obviously, the pixel art is beautiful. Yes. The writing's really good. And it's it's one of the few games where you notice all of those elements come together and mesh so well. I feel like so many games I play, there's at least one key element that I think is just lacking somewhat. But Celeste, I I, I can't I can't think of anything yeah. that's really lacking with that game. And it's, then on, it's really good. And then on top of that, there's all sorts of other collectible things in it that are so difficult to get. And it's, it is a it's a very like amazingly well done and like challenging platformer. Yeah, and there's like side B's for uh, levels where you could go back and do a harder version of it with different puzzles and stuff. Very very super Meat Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. I've oh, never yeah. heard of this game. It's Celeste is a Celeste, fantastic. It's really good. Oh, I, I lucked out and got it for free on Xbox, but I would gladly pay full price for it, having played it now. I yeah, definitely recommend it. I would, I would it. almost suggest, okay, like, okay, yeah, yeah, purchase it, yeah. I sometimes, like, if, yeah, if you get to play a game or you like it enough, just go and purchase another copy of it, or just because you really it's like true. the... All right, the honestly, that's, like, nice and sweet kind of hearing that, because, like, you're playing a game that can relate with you for a bit, and so as you're playing the game, it's like, man, I can, I, you're getting like a life lesson out of it. And yeah. I, I love, I love those. It's not even like a such a. That's not even one of those slice of life games. It's just well, it's it's so well it's, written that yeah, it's like <clears throat> it, you could connect with it so well. And even even with the theme of the game, like you just sit there and just like, yeah, oh, I can relate to that. You know, like, it, it, it makes me feel better. Absolutely. Well, it's one of those. It's one of. It's my for me. It's the strongest uh, argument for video games as art is that like I've actually I've been touched by. Uh, video games and like I, they've reached me in a way that like other artistic mediums have mm-hmm. oh yeah oftentimes like i'll get so enraptured in a story like mass effect i've said before many times where uh, first times i played it i've ended up just like sitting in my chair crying like what's going on this is a video game why am i so upset this why, is bogus why am i so upset? walking dead season one uh yes yeah ev- every which, time tonight we're gonna we're finishing we're, it. We're gonna finish it. Fine. Yep. By Skybound, which actually Skybound's been handling it pretty okay. Oh wait, oh yeah. wait, they're actually finishing it. It's finished. No, it's finished. Oh, and half of the game was done by Telltale. Half of the game was finished. The rest of it was finished by Skybound. Well, it, no, the majority of the game was a Telltale, and then the last two episodes I thought of season four. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. It's that's all, what I'm it's talking about. I swear, if they kill all of them, it's four episodes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. half of half. half of the game is. Oh yeah, yeah. They better not kill off Clementine. We'll see. Find out. In the exciting conclusion on I YouTube, mean, can, can I speculate here on radio? Why not? I, this is pure speculation. Don't take it as spoiler, as I have no idea. I speculate that it's going to follow the exact same pattern that happened with Lee, where something is going to happen to Clementine, and she's going to essentially sacrifice herself for AJ, and then AJ will have to go ahead and put her down. We, I, I think it's going to be. It's, I feel like the agency is either. I think it's either going to stop with us or we're going to transfer into AJ. Uh, and I think that's going to be, it's going to, I, I agree. Like I could see a similar moment where we flash from Clementine and jump into AJ and now we're the ones making decisions for him. Or based on how the game's been running and it's like AJ learns and is shaped by your decisions, we don't get a final say. AJ, based on everything he's seen and how we've taught him, makes decisions. And part of us is like, we have to contend with what we've, made yeah Ooh, i like that we'll see I, I yeah based on how things have <clears throat> gone i mean i think we've made 
pretty decent decisions. I think we, us, the three parental figures inside of Clementine's head, I think have made <laughs> some pretty good value judgments. Yeah. We're relative. pretty all right. In a pretty messed up world, so more or less. Yeah. <laughs> who cares about Omar? <laughs> Omar who? <laughs> <laughs> so if I could, I'd like to share something, actually. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I... Uh, I'm a horrible shill for the World of Warcraft because I always want my friends to play with me. Mm -hmm. uh, and over the past year or so, uh, several of my local friends, including our dear host, Malcolm, That's right. uh, have joined me in that fine world. Um, I say fine, I mean soul-destroying. That's yeah. right, that addictive soul-destroying world. Um, <laughs> my, my friend Nick, who has been on the show previously, right. Nick Olson. Shout out um, to Nick! Hey, Nick. I hope you're doing all right. Um, has been playing more than I have recently, that's for sure. Oh, God. Um, because I have been, like, not online in the past month or so. But um, Nick and I, in our conversations about the game, have actually been, like, doing storytelling exercises about the World of Warcraft together. Oh, that's really cool. Um, and I think one of the most interesting that he suggested was having all of the storytelling exercises be, like, writing that your characters would create in world and that would be a physical artifact that someone else could find. So letters from one character to another, mm -hmm. um, which kind of forces my characters to interact in a way that they can't physically in the world of Warcraft. Um, they're, they can never be in the same place at the same time. But what if they were and someone took a picture of them and then they signed the picture mm. and what you know what is encounterable in the world then is a signed image of a couple of my characters um that was like given to someone as a gift or like they're big heroes some kid wanted a signed photo okay sure here's the signatures <laughs> um yeah or uh, they're just writing letters to one another, my paladin and my mage, um, about things that are happening in the world and what they're going to do about it. Um, <laughs> Dear such and so, like how about that cataclysm, huh? It's <laughs> oh, like yeah. RP at its finest. That is really, it is, yeah. But, it it's, is but it's very, like RP amongst your own account. Yeah, it's, it's very internalized RP, um, but it also gives you ways to reflect on like how your characters are different from one another. What mm -hmm. do they see that only they see as opposed to uh, all of the characters see. Hey, how's this world quest doing? Oh yeah, I've been doing those ones in Cold Heroes. <laughs> Yo, these loot drops are trash, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the challenge is to push past having right. them just talk about the game mechanics yeah, no, yeah. and having them or and have them talk about like the decisions that they are having to make and the decisions that other people in the world are making around them oh. and how that makes them feel. Especially with the new uh, the new thing that they've been doing with the storytelling within the game where the, you make different decisions. Like, well, yeah. you either side with uh, Sylvanas or you side with the rebellion that's going to be uh, coming up. I think you know where all of my characters are going to be siding. Gee, I wonder Sylvanas. if it could be... Yes, so far. Obviously. Uh. Yes, I'm going to side with the tyrannical dictator. Yeah. with you. Who, that yeah. sounds about right for Jaina. Horde, Horde, if, Horde, if, Horde, If you're on a side with Jaina, I know you're going to go. So, yeah, you yeah. love yourself some Jaina. Yeah, I'm... I'm <laughs> you love My mage is with Jaina all the way. My paladin is going to follow Anduin wherever he goes. Those are those are the breaks. Uh, Sorry, kid. My, my horde mage, kid. for whatever it's worth, will be following Sourfang. 
obviously. <laughs> I'm going to say, if your alliance character was actually like had a line in the whole story, and it would be like, who will lead the charge with me? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> me. But I, I have to Ooh, ask. Me. You and Malcolm had started playing together not too long ago, yeah, right? Yeah, how is that going, uh, Yo, it's fun. I, I, I finally, the things have started to die down. I can finally get back into it. Um, and I have a, I got a, I got a paladin blood elf that I got a level Ooh, up. Same. Well, hold on. What level are you? Oh, like paladin blood elf is like sub level 10, I think, or level 10 or 12. Like okay. right about there. Yeah. I've, I've been thinking myself maybe on. trying it. Heck yeah. If but you I don't jump in. I can, yeah, guys, I can, I can join it too. I've been playing that game since I was seven. So the thing is, I don't want to be too yeah. under leveled compared to everyone else. Trust no, me, it's, it's okay. you'll be fine. He's put what? Maybe four three or four hours into the game. And I, I fully leveled up. Well, I leveled one up to the cap that you can the, get without The free paying. cap. The free cap. Which oh, is okay. level 20. He's, you're not going to be too low level. If not, if anything else, he can start one more character. Yeah, it's I've, not the end of the world. That's the thing is that like, um, I've realized there's just so, because like every server gets one character, right? Or you no, can... every server. So there's a, is there an account-wide cap on characters these days? I don't even know how. Wait, it works what are you talking point. about? So, like, so for example, I can go onto a server and put and make a character on that server, but that character stays on that server. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but each like each server can have more than one character. Okay, on it. cool. You yeah. have you can put. I've I've seen people with lists like eight or twelve characters long on any given server. They don't move off that server. Right. But they can interact with pretty much any other character on their faction mm-hmm. anywhere within the world of Warcraft. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they, they, they had a cross-faction. Oh, not cross-faction. Uh, cross-server. So you can... Uh, so you can't trade gold yeah. or physical items. You can only trade conjured items. So, like, my mage can put up a, a conjured refreshment table and you can get food that will restore your health and mana from her, but she can't give you money or bags that will give you more inventory space or pieces of crafted gear you unless you're mail. on her server. Gotcha. You can't do cross-server mail. What? Really? Not that I'm aware of, unless it's between characters on your own account, oh, account and bound. only things that are bind on account. That's right. Mm-hmm. Then right. you can ship them between servers, but that's the only stuff. Darn you, Blizzard! <laughs> Blizzard! <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, so, yeah if you, if you start a, a character on my server... Inventory space. Or my server. I have a tailor. Yeah. All of my characters are tailors. Or yeah, at least you, my mages. If you guys want to, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely join because I, I need to get my I need to get my re-seven back on. And honestly, it would be nice to kind of play with some friends. That's the reason why I kind of stopped playing WoW uh, recently and just been playing a lot of Arc Age was I just, just haven't really been, you know, willing to go on because, you know, no one's on and stuff. And it's just like, I hop on, probably do a couple world quests, and I'm just like... What am I doing with my life? What am I, <laughs> what am I doing? Uh, World yeah. quests can make you feel that way. Yes. And that's why I'm waiting for Classic to come out. Because honestly, when Classic comes out in August, like, whew, I, I, I don't know. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Oh, give, give me a bevins. <laughs> I'm going to oh, have to sit down and get in a case of the vapors over here with all this new content. Honestly. And, and if you the guys, sad thing is it's none of it's new content. It's just all stuff we've done before, but we can't wait to do it again because it's... And it's oh, the and nostalgia. Oh, the rose-colored glasses. No, oh, like, so true. Like, seared-on rose goggles, like the rose lenses that my, are in your it's eyes. Not even, it's not even goggles or lenses at yeah. this point. It's just my scalera. Yeah. It has turned rose, rose. Or rose glass eyes. You don't have real eyes anymore. <laughs> it's just the, the nostalgia. Like a fly. 
I, I cast detect nostalgia and my eyes go pink. <laughs> they glow <laughs> with a pink light. And everything just seems nicer. But I played private servers enough to know. I was like, all right, I, I can I can handle classic a bit, you know. I've been one shot too many times by mobs that I can I can, I can handle the pressure. But are, See, my question is why. I will only Frost Mage or Paladin on... Actually, no, I can do Priest too, because, oh my god, Discipline Priest will be back to what it used to be. Where that you're actually true. a healer who's just specialized in throwing bubbles at people, rather than you have to smite things Wait a minute. to heal. Yeah. Bubbles? Caesar Sapelli? What? <laughs> Not that kind of bubbles. Yeah. We'll talk oh, about oh, it later. Oh, oh, oh. Lots of coding. Come yeah, on. What about Lots you? of coding. What about you, Michael? You think about joining the, the well, crowd of the what is, scene? What's your game of the year, yeah. Mike? Oh, it's right. We gotta ask you. Yeah. So, I don't have a specific game. Sure. Uh, I got a couple, so I won't go really in-depth with any of them. Do whatever you want, man. We have as much time as you need. I know, I know. But still, I don't want to just draw it out too long. So, I will say, um, and this one's probably going to be very obvious, Sekiro is one of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, started out as as a struggle, but then I realized that it was a much new. Ex it, it was a very new experience, uh, and despite having a lot of similarities to other FromSoft games, it was something fresh. And honestly, the more I played, the more I appreciated that. Uh, I appreciated the very parry heavy gameplay. Um, people compare it to like playing a Dex build. In, in Dark Souls, <laughs> except you are very much forced into a gameplay style, right? Unlike Dark Souls, so Dark Souls you have uh, you have a lot at your disposal. Sekiro you don't really, and if you don't enjoy that play style, then it's just not going to be enjoyable, right? Which is a definite downside. Uh, fortunately, it clicked with me. I ended up liking it quite a bit. Well, there's nothing. There's no better feeling in the world than getting off a Makiru counter. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks yeah. Oh, Makiri yeah. counter is really Makiri, fun. Makiri mm -hmm. counter where you oh, it's so good. Where the kanji shows up and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it it was it was really good. I think uh, it shows that FromSoft has not creatively stagnated. They're not just gonna keep making Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Right. Though I would appreciate both of those things yeah. still. Well, like, um, yeah. But uh, it's they they still have a lot of really fresh ideas. Uh, for the first time, they're they're taking from their own culture instead of mixing East and West, and it's still just, it's very interesting. Indeed. Beautiful aesthetics. Uh, and then the rest of the games I played since, like, the end of this past year, I've noticed are just a, a lot of really quality either sequels or remakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've kind of entered an era of, and you still get a lot of really poor remasters. Yeah. Uh, Dark Souls Remastered is is uh, on on the poopy list for me. Because <laughs> so, uh, because I I can't say anything else. Um, you mean that Dark Souls copy and paste? Uh, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's so bad. It should have been 60 frames years ago, and all they did was update it to 60 frames. Nice, but nothing else. And the graphics and, got a little yeah, better. Yeah, the textures are. And a maybe Blight Town doesn't chug or become a slideshow when right. you're. Just like easy, easy fixes. Thank you, Dark Souls. So lazy. Oh god. Uh, and this this tool called DS Fix fixed it. Uh, you know, six years ago. Dig. Um, but what I have played that that are just very good remakes. 
Um, first of all, Yakuza Kiwami 2. Yes, the Yakuza Kiwami, it's been a joy watching you play those games. Yeah, I yeah. mean, just fantastic games in the first place. They're, they're fan favorites, um, especially like 1 and 2. They're, they're cult classics. And Sega has shown that they really just know how to do a remake. They do. They fully oh, updated. Sega does. They, yeah, they fully updated the engine for both of these games. You know, they came out in uh, 2005 and 2006, respectively. And now they're just cranking out these remakes these, like, yeah, year after quality. year, yeah. and they're really high quality. Uh, they perform really well. They yeah. look great. The the voice acting and dialogue manages the voice to acting's be all updated, dramatic, while also incredibly like funny and entertaining. Yeah, which and is, like self aware, soapy. It is impressive. Yeah, how well it is done. Right. Yeah, and and that's something that was the case in the original games too. But now it's uh, they've updated the voice acting, the performances. And the, the visuals, and I've just had a fantastic time with those. Uh, also, Evil Within 2, which I just finished. The Milk. Very recently is a, an example of, exactly, <laughs> the, the Milk Within 2. <laughs> the Milk Within 2. Extra Milk. Uh, it's an example of a really good sequel. because yes. a sequel that is way better than the original. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the needed. fact... Yeah, the fact that I enjoyed it so much is testament to how much they improved because the first game is a game I disliked so much, and I, I'm still stunned that I, I finished no, I it. No, I remember watching you play it in... Well, yeah, some like, of it. No, it was in quad, wasn't it? Oh. No, was it? maybe. It maybe might've... I played some of it in I quad. Think so. I remember just sitting with you and watching and us just being like, this is... Oh my... Or the... I remember both of us sitting through the final level where the saw blades come down as you're running away, and I, we're just like, oh man, this... Oh, yeah. Such a terrible final boss sequence. Yeah. Oh my god. The whole boss fight entirely just like Honestly the, the the excuse that they had for people like you know the theory behind it was that you know the 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 main bad guy is basically everything's already done so this is like him his way of basically finishing him this right. guy off in a really overly dramatic boss fight. And even when I watched the boss fight and stuff I was just like this doesn't make any sense. Like, wasn't it supposed to be like the? I remember that. I remember when they were explaining this game. It's like you know, it's going back to the good old, you know, like, back to survival yeah, horror. Back uh, to survival yeah. horror. So here's we're not this have giant enemy brain. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it, <laughs> you know, original survival horror. Here's and, and, a rocket launcher. From the beginning, it looked like that. And and then like, I could tell later on in the game, I'm just like, these guys are going right back to like a Resident Evil yeah. 6. Remember in Resident Evil 1 when you got a, a giant rocket launcher to fight the final boss? Yeah, the final yeah. boss. Yeah. 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 Uh, remember, remember in... Uh, <laughs> In Outlast, when you when you have to run away from a beast in the water, uh, Outlast is terrifying. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but I, I a, a lot of that game, I, I again, I'm impressed with number two. Yeah, yeah, and I I won't excuse Resident Evil, even the early actual survival horror games, from having a lot of goofy oh it was goofy. nonsense in the, it. The voice acting yeah. is my favorite. Well, the, of of the original, oh yeah, but even even like remake, you, you still have a a giant shark tank. That's right. That you have to run through with a a giant mutant shark. That's right. Trying to attack you. Uh, difference being that it's actually scary. Still, right. oh, it's actually well, uh, tense. You don't know if it's going to jump out at you. Uh, all the survival mechanics weren't confused. Right. Uh, ammo drops weren't random. Ah, yeah. Like in Evil Within One. 
Uh, Evil Within 2 fixes everything because you're usually not trapped in one area with limited ammo and they don't keep throwing waves of enemies exactly. at you. Exactly, you don't get locked into a room. Most of the time you can move around. You always have the and option can, to sneak past things. Or jump into stealth and and perform. Did you ever perform a running stealth takedown? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's great. About as stealthy as uh, a cartwheel with a knife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's, he gets it done. Right. And I also don't think the sequel is any closer to a survival horror game no, than the first not. one was. In no. fact, it's probably further away. But that's, that's why I liked it more, because Evil Within 1 was trying to and was getting very confused in all that action nonsense. Evil Within 2 just, just kind of goes with that, that action Absolutely. vibe. It's not really scary, but it's very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for those of you who joined us at the top of the hour, you're listening to KRUY 89.7 FM, Iowa City, Iowa City's former sound alternative, and you're listening to Pixel Hunt, show about all things video game. We're in the middle of our season finale, and if you like what you hear, you can find us online on SoundCloud. Just look up Pixel Hunt. We're the ones with the chibis. Any yeah. other games? Or... Yeah, uh, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I was going to ask Resident you about Evil that. Yeah. We're talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if, if we're talking about survival horror, this is one of the most iconic games in, in the series, Quite one of iconic. the most respected. Yeah, actually iconic. Real iconic, not Ubisoft <laughs> iconic. Yeah. Um, <sighs> which, yeah, we've, we've talked about that before. People like using the word iconic a lot. Shout, shout out to when, Jim Sterling. <laughs> yeah, shelling out their products. Um, but Resident Evil 2 uh, and Capcom showing how remakes are done as well. Absolutely. Uh, they, you know, remade Resident Evil 1 years ago and then remastered that a few years ago, released it on a bunch of consoles. So people get to play the masterpiece that is Resident Evil 1 remake. So good. Is so the good. voice acting still there or no? Well, okay, no. Oh, so, the, unfortunately. And the music? <laughs> yeah, no. the, the basement music. <laughs> I wish. Oh, you know what'd be really cool? Silent Hill 2 re, uh, remastered. Like, like kind of what, oh, like, yeah. kind of what they did with uh, Resident Evil 2. Just do it with Silent Hill. Well, they did an HD up-res, and they ruined it. They actually got they got Troy Baker to voice James Sunderland. Yes. And he actually did a worse job somehow oh. than, than Guy Sehe. What? Well, Guy, Guy, Guy Sehe sells the atmosphere very well. I actually like his performance in that game. It's not amazing, but James Sunderland is supposed to be, he's just a random loser that enters this town. He's, he's, so he's not supposed to sound like Troy Baker. <laughs> he's not so, so supposed to sound like yeah. cool, cool protagonist. So it's like Troy Baker does a serviceable uh, serviceable job, but he has a very Hollywood voice. Guy see, he just sounds like some guy. And <laughs> he's just searching for his wife. Yeah, which is what I love about that game. Uh, anyway, yeah. That, <laughs> that would be great. What? Did you not hear it? Oh, you started playing it? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that's what you were doing. Is this we'll the just, rest of the evil music? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So, the original Resident Evil did not have this music in the basement. It was just, like, a normal, pretty tense track. Then they released the DualShock version, which just adds vibration support, basically, and I think they maybe improved the textures a little bit. But they changed some of the music tracks for some reason. One of them was the basement track, they changed it to this. <laughs> Malcolm, can you turn it up for a second? Just let our listeners really hear it. Yeah. Well. 
who decided an accordion was oh, a no. great oh, like, use? Was, <laughs> it's not an accordion. Yeah. It's it's it. the it's the it's the fart band. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fart band playing a song to celebrate your failure. <laughs> Just an absolute God. gem. I can play something better than that. I don't even know how to play piano. <laughs> this reminds me of uh of Saren's theme from Mass Effect 1. It's got a lot of that same like vibe of like very synthetic sounds, but it sounds like Saren is a fourth grader just <laughs> discovered fart jokes. We, it was done by the Japanese Beethoven, uh, but in a in a hilarious scandal, it turned out he wasn't deaf. <laughs> he'd been lying this he'd been lying the entire time. And had instead been duping everyone. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's at least a little he's bit of a, a genius. genius. <laughs> the Japanese Beethoven. Oh my god. So yeah, Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah, just no, a, yeah. I, I am fantastic. heavily interested in playing that yeah. like sometime soon, but yeah. I don't ever want to play. It. I know I'm going to I'm going to get mad. <laughs> I'm going to get, get mad. mad why? Because I know I suck at survival horror. The last survival horror game I played What was it? Oh, Resident Evil 5. I wouldn't even call it survival ooh, horror. Ooh, no, 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 I no, wouldn't no, even no, no. call that survival horror. I, okay, but yeah. I Resident Evil Four uh, and Five to a degree. Those are not easy games. Oh no! Even if they're not survival the first horror, level? they're hard games. Yeah, my Resident dad Evil... couldn't even beat the first level for five. Yeah, yeah remember when you, uh, everybody surrounds level? you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so you know when all the mobs surround you, my dad could never beat it because he couldn't figure out that you had to push the drawers into the side doors. Oh. And so I remember when we, the game first came out, my dad was the first one to get it. He was like, ran to there because he he played all the Resident Evil games before that. He even oh. beat Resident Evil Four on professional mode. Oh, and no. he was like, and he and he couldn't do Resident Evil Five. Yes, easy mode. Wow. So, and so, course, definitely harder. Yeah, by and, like a lot. But but my dad, my well, my dad was like, he at the time at the time of his prime, you know, of, as his prime as a gamer, Resident Evil Four, like playing that professional. But all his friends got Resident Evil Four, and they were like, oh, we're playing professional. And he's like, I can do it. So all you right. know, I can it's do so it. Good. And so you know, one, it was like a, I love Resident Evil Four because it was the first like third person, you know, just all that. But Resident Evil 5, I mean, he just kept playing. He was like, this is too motiony. It's too fast-paced and stuff, and I can't do this. And I remember I remember just a year or two ago, I was like, my, uh, we, had, we had our 360. Our cousin was over, and he had Resident Evil 5. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to see if I can, if I can beat it. You know, if I can take on the take on the challenge. And my dad's like, you won't do it. He's like, you, you can't do this. You won't. And so I started playing it, and I already watched tons of videos on Resident Evil 5. Like, I already know how to, how to beat the last boss. I already know how to beat most of these bosses in this game. So I beat the first level. Like, it took me, like, one or two tries. I kept dying. I, I think I was playing on normal, just, like, just kind of like the normal mode kind of the game. And... Didn't go easy. I was like, I'm going to put a challenge in this. So as my dad's watching me, he's like, oh. He's like, and so I scooped the drawers and stuff to the side. He's like, wait, you have to do that? And I was like, <laughs> I was yeah, like yeah. And so I, and, so, and then when the executioner, you know, smashes it down, you got to burst, burst outside and then kind of like basically kite him around. I was able to kill the executioner because you had to shoot one of the things at the top and then shoot the panels to electrocute him to death. Yeah. And my dad's like, 
I swear to God, I did not know you had to do that. And he's like just looking at this, no, and, I, I, and the game uh, is just hard. Again, I feel that though because it happens sometimes where they like you have no idea how to do something, and then someone jumps in and just does it, and you're like, oh. Well, okay. and just yeah. just that's just a couple. Before that, just like kind of a year or two, we're just watching videos and stuff, and watching like tips, you know, how tips, how to do this and stuff. Right. And honestly, I will admit, even though I got the first one down, like. All the bosses were, it was actually a really fun game, but it was just, it was really hard. Some of the enemies were just, honestly, I was just like, I just had to drop my controller, just pause again. I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> like, this? Just like those insect creatures that just grabs you and just instantly kill you. Oh yeah. Bro. I, I was just like, why though? Like Resident Evil 4, like, yeah, they had, they had crappy, sometimes crappy enemies, but not like this. Like this one did. Like I know. Like the yes, spike. it did. It uh, four it, had those. Yeah, yeah four had it. enemies that just bit your head off immediately. Uh, or the spike one that grabs you and pulls you in. <laughs> yeah, the yeah the Iron Maidens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it had a it, bunch. It, it, yeah. All the bosses. Chainsaw. Almost every single boss has an insta kill attack. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Chainsaw but, guys. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Chainsaw guy. The doctor. From four, right? The, the doctor. Yeah, isn't that isn't he like a doctor? Are you talking about um, the, the Res, boss uh, guy? Res, Resident Evil Four. The guy with the chainsaw is a doctor. I thought. Oh, uh, that's his name. Hold on. Thought they just call him Salazar. No, Salazar was the. Uh, not, not not Salazar. That's uh, the little guy. Yeah, that's the little guy. It's also an S. What they. Uh, and then Sadler's the villain. Yep. And then Mendez is the big guy. You know what's funny? I uh, for Salazar. Yeah, his Salazar, name is his name is Doctor Salvador. Salvador, Salvador, that's yeah. it. Yeah, Dr. Salvador, the chainsaw man. The thrust but it, it, was, it was funny because when we were right down to play Resident Evil 4, we found out hey, one, of the, one of the bad oh bosses named Salazar. We were like, ah, well, our last name, because my last name yeah. is Salazar. <laughs> and then uh, I had a teacher named uh, Miss Sadler, and then also the last boss of Sadler, I was like, ooh. I was like, okay, okay. All Resident Evil 4 is representing my Based life. Based off of your life. Hey, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's certainly no Doug Bowser. <laughs> Doug Bowser. <laughs> Doug Bowser. He got hired at, he only was hired because of his last name. Yeah. And then promoted, they was just like, yes, yes they, they, we need this guy. Nintendo of America is officially headed by a man named Doug Bowser. Yes. It's too perfect. It's great. Needs to go to those game stops that are going to be coming up. Oh boy, I can't, again, I'm telling you guys, Reggie feels MA. If you're ever listening to this, first off, hi Reggie. Hi, uh, we love you. We love you. Uh, and secondly, please, 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 uh, like announce or uh, announce or host or MC like video game tournaments. I would lose my mind. It would be amazing. I would love to be gaming my, at its finest. My body would be so Reggie, please. Um, my body was born Reggie. My body was born Reggie. Speaking of your body Guys, being this, born Reggie, this, oh my god! I have I have a nice little song uh, because I I wanted to highlight a couple of other experiences. Uh, that we had recently, um, some some games that I believe deserve like a really fantastic. Uh... Oh, were you done with all your games? Oh yeah, sorry. Did you have any more? Yeah, no, that's fine. I might have said a couple more things. I'm about sorry, Resi Two. Yeah, no, sorry please go that. ahead. Sorry, sorry. Off. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. It's it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's unacceptable. We... Unacceptable. <laughs> please go ahead. It's not viable. Not viable. Uh, if you are scared about playing the Resident Evil 2 remake uh, on the standard difficulty they actually did what they did with Resident Evil 4 which is there's an invisible adaptive difficulty oh that that yes. that operates in the background 
which, from what I can tell, works very well. Cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. if I keep dying, so, getting is easier. Yeah, yeah, so enemies oh. will take less damage to go down. Um, more ammo drops will happen. Aren't the enemies less aggressive, too? Yeah, yeah, and they mm. do less damage to you when they grab you. That's cool. Because usually, I, I think, if you play on standard, the highest it can get is, like, three hits and you're done. <laughs> Just get Mr. X on me, so... Yo, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and well, he, he uh, punches down, you hard. Download the, mod, like two hits. download the mod that changes it so that the X gonna give it to you music plays as he gets closer to you. Give it to your own. X gonna deliver it to you. He's like, what is that? And then he just bursts through the door. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> I didn't see that. Get it on deliver. your own. X gonna deliver to you as he, like, knock, knock, open up the door as he, like, puts himself <laughs> through <Yeah>. the door. <laughs> it's amazing. It is. Oh, I need to do that. I need to do that. It's almost but as yeah. good. As uh, Skyrim's uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Macho said. Man Randy said. Uh, oh, yeah. my by the nine Macho realms. D- what is that? Oh yeah, <laughs> Macho Dragon Randy said. I don't know. I, I, I like Thomas. Thomas the yeah, Tank Engine is good too. Oh, that, a dragon. Choo choo. What in oblivion is that? <laughs> Someone changed all the dragons to My Little Ponies. Oh and yeah. So, so every time there's a dra- uh, every time there's a dragon, there's a my little pony. <laughs> oh, the accursed sound of doom. <laughs> my girlfriend loves My Little Pony, so I-, I take every opportunity I can to make fun of it. So she's gonna murder. She's gonna murder me when she listens nice. to this. So. To the to all the Pega sisters and bronies out there. <laughs> That's what they're called. Oh. It's a sad world. That's right. We don't discriminate. Anyways, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yes, we do. What are you talking about? You know what? I'm going to out myself here. Uh, in high school, I did, in fact, used to be a brony, so I can't say anything about that aside from the fact that My Little Pony is legitimately a good show. I actually know. My, my <laughs> that's, sis- that's what I've heard. My, my sisters yes. actually watch a bunch of it, and I, like, I've sat in on an episode or two and been like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually pretty all right. It's not awful. And they actually, mm. it, it's it's... I don't know. It's the, the the trend of like children's cartoons, like actually having good, well, like pretty interesting stories. That yeah. is true. Funny what morals. happens when you let artists who are passionate about their work, you know, make weird a show that teaches things to people. Absolutely. Right. Uh, so yeah. Oh, yeah but uh, yeah. Anything else? Or? No. Yeah. Just the the adaptive difficulty. It works really well. I don't know. It's. <laughs> You can tell sometimes too. I think what they wanted to do is just optimize a a tense survival experience because I remember I thought I was doing really well and then I got to about like the halfway mark and the game was giving me no health items, was giving me no ammo, was giving me nothing. That's actually really awesome. And at the beginning, I was I was like breezing through it and then I was like, what? Yeah. What's happening? Well, which which does kind of happen in the original game too, um, because you're going through the same areas and over and over again, right? And picking so you, up the ammo, so you don't recollect it when you go back through those rooms. So you kind of have to conserve it throughout the game. But still, even going through new areas, I was like, "Why the game's giving me nothing now?" <laughs> you're like, "Take really... these out!" Oh, oh! But it makes it it makes it really fun and really tense. That's awesome. Because you're like, "All right, well, I don't have a healing item now, so I gotta just." either learn how to run past these enemies or take them down as quickly as possible. Nice. It's uh, scary. So like and these are these are some additional games that I had that I, I really wanted to talk about. 
I'm going to put on some different music for you guys. Um, Changing it up. Yeah. Uh, This is like one of my absolute favorites. Uh, um, So. Yes. (laughs) This is from uh, a game called Lisa. Uh, Lisa is an RPG game that stresses... uh, the inescapable, <laughs> horrifying, existential <laughs> nature of the apocalypse, and a- an apocalypse with no women. With no women, that's the apocalypse. Oh, essentially. Yeah. So, uh, but it's a, it's a beautiful game, yeah. and uh, it's got one of the best soundtracks <laughs> I've ever heard. This is Work Harder that plays in like a gym where everyone's just getting stupid jacked all the time. <laughs> it's <laughs> Shout out to Shenmue as yeah. well. I'm Shenmue too. <laughs> yep. Doolin. <laughs> that that sound bite is, is a sample is from yeah. It's from Shenmue too. The game is made up of a ton of references. Even the yeah. Super Best Friends are in there. Yeah, they are. It's crazy. Yep. And um, they haven't played the game yet. No. Well, they. Well, I guess they never will. Nope. It sounds uh, like I, I sound like if I if I, if I had a car. Uh, or just driving my friends, just blast this out while we have the windows down. And it just is start, it's the and perfect driving song. downtown. <laughs> but it's got the game has uh, really deceptively simple mechanics. Like it's 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 like your earthbound. Your your it seems like an earthbound clone where you select attacks and they have SP and HP and all that stuff. But there are a bunch of different, really fantastic choices and instances and, and points where you enter the game and you have to make really some some difficult choices and and they're fantastic and the game does a fantastic job of playing with how you expect a uh how you expect the game to go and it's also very difficult it's very hard it is, it's pretty hard. uh you can do like you can think you're doing really well uh and have the rug the rug fully pulled out from underneath you no, yeah, I had so, to stop because that happened. I'm like, whoa, that that's really hard. And I'm gonna have to come back to that, and I didn't because a whole bunch of games came out. Yeah. Wait, so what's the game about? Lisa. It's it's you play a guy named Brad, uh, who's in <laughs> Brad, uh, <laughs> Bradley, <laughs> Bradley, Bradley. We have some history uh, with Bradley. Yeah, uh, who's like in the, you're in the post apocalypse, and you find the the first and only female, uh, a little baby girl who's been left alone. And you take care of her, or you try to protect her. Uh, and really, what it is, it's about it's about being it's about fatherhood. It's about having kids. It's about like figuring out legacy. Yeah, legacy. Who and what you're willing to protect? Where, like, what you're willing to sacrifice? Uh, the game, like, sacrifice is a huge part of that game. Really, constant uh, part of the game is sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to make you. It's it's a very funny game. It has a, an incredibly dark sense of humor. Uh, usually revolves around death and just misery. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but then other times it legitimately is just, miserable and it's, it's yeah. it mechanically miserable. Mechanically and story wise, <laughs> yeah. it's it's not lighthearted at all. But then there's some really funny moments. There's yeah. It's very good. There are yeah. the currency is nudie, is nudie magazines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. got no more women in the world. Yeah. It's just nudie magazines. Uh, yeah, and like everyone's a pervert. Everyone is a pervert in in this apocalypse, and it, yeah, it's, it's it's really messed up. <laughs> They're mutants. Good. Mutants are horrifying. Some of them, some of the mutants are terrifying. They're like Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yes. Cronenberg. Like just, yes. Man, there was there's one instance in particular that Mike and I went through that was like that was genuinely unnerving. Yep. and scary. Yep. 
that's yeah, that's one of my favorite gaming moments. That'll stick with me forever. <laughs> I need to watch just, just where, where I was where like, what is that? Where we were just like, oh, what? Okay, what's all? Uh, yeah. Okay, and then we like came back. We were like, oh no, oh, oh no, what? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, uh, it's a real beautiful moment. Also, uh, and I have to. I'm gonna pull the the music up for this one too. Um, It's really nice. I really like this. Uh, but this this game is something that we we did together as a household, and I think you guys know what I'm gonna put up. Duncan oh, Rudolph, Dang and Rampa. Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm about to say none of you guys actually mentioned Duncan Rampa as one of your game of the year because I know you guys talked so, about that way beginning. Yep, that's a good point. Actually, so Dangan Rampa is also going up because for me this was. One, uh, Danganronpa V3 was fantastic, but all three of the Danganronpa games are gems. And yes. you, should, you should absolutely play them. They have just bopping soundtracks. This oh, yeah. is debate, scrum debate. Like, this is my favorite song in all of Danganronpa. It's a good one. It's, 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 it's can, fantastic. Can never beat Persona 5, though. That's fine. That has some great music, too. Mm-hmm. Right. But Danganronpa, Danganronpa 1, Danganronpa 2, and Danganronpa V3 are great. I thought you were going to play Rise and Shine or Sign. Oh, no. One. Oh. <laughs> two. One, two. Uh, one. Uh, but Danganronpa V3, like, that whole genre of game, uh, cre- like, it was like playing a soap opera with you guys, and it was yeah. really fun. Because every, like, day or every couple of weeks, we'd be like, oh, man, what's going to what's gonna happen? And I, if you get the chance, I would highly suggest doing blind playthroughs of Danganronpa with your friends I, because it creates some beautiful moments where you're like you and your like you're like this person did the murder other ones like this person did the murder and you're like but I, I want this person to survive they couldn't have done the murder they can't have they yeah. have to stay with me yeah it's true it's probably ha- the- having having if you get invested enough having attachment to the characters is is the best part because yeah. your agreements and disagreements with your friends are just that's like, that's like the most enjoyable by, part. Yeah, where you're just yeah. like, no, no, it's not something yeah. they would yeah. have done. Or... Where like someone who isn't as attached to that character as you will be like, yeah, they're gonna die. And, and the like, other person's no, like, no. no, they won't. <laughs> How could you say that? <laughs> yeah. No, that's my wife out. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers here, but like next, you know, you get real close to someone. Next thing you know, yeah, they're gone. Yeah, mm. uh, I. If you're listening, Mike and Caitlin, I feel bad pressuring you, but I am very excited for when and if I'm able to get the two of you to play it when I'm living with you oh my gosh. next year. That'd be a oh. congratulations. As I know the two of them will greatly enjoy it if they give it a chance. Oh yes, they will like it. Yes. Yeah, man. If when they play that, I want to be around for that. Oh, um, I'll just sit in the background, popcorn in hand. Oh, yeah, like Mike Ooh. did for us. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Those fools. Danganronpa <laughs> V2 was a That's trip, really fun, man. too. That was, yeah. a, that was a trip. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Another recommended experience. If you have already played that, yeah, go, watch go. watch your friends play it for the, <laughs> last, for the first time. At their and, just sit, and just sit in the back and be like, oh, you fools. They're, oh, you don't even they have know. no idea. Why <laughs> uh, are you guys playing your cat and mouse games? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of games that Mike has watched people play, um... And a I know lot. this is a little further <laughs> back than the year we were Go originally allotted. Go for it, allotted, Persona 3. But, well, no. Yes, Persona uh, I did enjoy Persona 3, but I was actually going to mention uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I remember That was name. good. It's good. Um, I watched I, that. I watched I, a lot of that. I really enjoyed Horizon Zero Dawn. Less for its gameplay, though that was engaging and a lot of fun. 
more so for its story and its presentation of that story, which was similar in a lot of ways to the storytelling that Nick was encouraging me to do for my Warcraft characters, where all of the story is left as artifacts that your character has to encounter in the world. And a lot of times, your character can't even necessarily put together what the heck is going on. But they just, but you as but a as player. the player, you know, because you recognize these people and the society that they're coming from, um, because it's your own. And it's so much fun to dig into that and make those discoveries and uncover all of these artifacts of the history of the world that you're playing in while, it, while you're also discovering how that world is different from your own. Um, and yeah, I I really want to play that again. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's a, I'd, I'd watch that again or I'd play that again. It's it's a really, it's a good looking game. And it's it, gorgeous. Yeah. It's another one of those instances where I love the game, but I've shot myself in the foot. Because you've watched it? Well, no, because it's like what I did in Bloodborne. Where, yes, yeah. oh. I left for a while because I don't know, I just wasn't into it at the moment just or, or other one. things came up and I've come back and I have no healing items. I don't remember what's going on. Yeah, that's the worst. And it's just, hey, I'm also like, Tyler, I'm having a blast watching you play Pokemon Coliseum. Oh, it's it, so good. It makes me feel I like <laughs> I get so much just like just sitting back and just watching and being like, oh yeah. <laughs> It's fantastic. It's it's like we're uh, Tyler's replaying Pokemon Coliseum, and it's just well, oh, not replaying. This is my first oh, time ever playing. It's it. your first time. Yes. Oh yes. Um, it's fantastic to watch because that was one of my first games growing up, and it's just makes me so happy. You can see another uh, person uh, slapping uh, it down because I'm because I'm getting ready. Oh boy, to uh, throw down the 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 De Niro's for the Switch and get that sword and shield yeah. and eventual gun. Not a real gun. No. Not a real gun. Pokemon gun version. No, it'd be, sor- it'd be sword, uh, shield, and bazooka. No. Bazooka. <laughs> Pokemon sword, Pokemon shield, Pokemon and glove and boots. Pokemon attack helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Jim. Sit back on this one. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so I, I, those are, yeah, those are, those are games like those are big standouts. And I think a big portion of a lot of them, uh, has been the fact that they are like, I've played them with other people. I played them like with you guys or around you guys. And I think that that's a big common thread through a lot of this. And so, uh, I, I'm just, I'm really happy and I feel really lucky that I get to be a part of this and get to do this show with you guys. We, we've done 27 episodes. This is our 27th of, of Pixel Hunt. I, I've loved every second. I've loved all four years of it. It's been amazing. Thank you all. Thank you, Mike, for agreeing to, to do this with me in the first place. And thank all of you for coming on and spending time and effort to, to talk about these things. You guys are really what makes the show, like, amazing. And you guys, the fans... Uh, we, we put this up and we do this partly because I, I wish, and I, I love podcasts like this and I really want people to, to feel like as part of a, a dialogue or part of a conversation as well. Um, and, and this show has been, been just a beautiful way for me to do that. Thank you everybody who's made this possible. Thank you anyone who's ever liked or looked at or commented on anything we've ever done. Even you, Heckler 
who told us to stop. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> we will not. Never forget about him. But thank you for telling us to stop. Yeah, I might just continue the show myself in spite of that man. So, or yes. woman. Yes, that's right. Or, or individual. Them. That's right, individual. A llama. Uh, or, <laughs> yes, maybe. But uh, we, yeah, we, uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of at the end. If you guys have anything else you want to say, go for it. What? I, I think you deserve a thank you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Thank you agree. for hosting for all of these years. Thank you for bringing me on from the beginning. It was your idea from the start. Thank, thank you. you for bringing all of us on. Yeah, for th- being willing to let us crash your party. <laughs> it's, not, it's not at all. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to actually be on a radio show one, and and also coming into the to to my job and actually you know talking and stuff and just really chatting. Of course, letting me be on the show. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it's it's been one heck of experience. Um, I got to learn things about games and perspectives of games mainly just by listening to you guys in the first place and yeah it was just, it was just yeah it's, it's just one heck of an experience something i can tell to my kids in the future literally be like hey yeah i was on a radio show and stuff and right yeah it's like, crazy when you say it like that yeah honestly yeah. though and honestly and it, go, it goes back to what i said on the valentine's day episode was is that you guys we're all gamers coming together and talking about video games and concerned about other gamers and the fact that that you guys now me uh takes the time you know to actually do this to you know most most people will talk about like one thing but we talk about multiple things and get like a different perspective on it it's it again it's 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 something that's great it's something that i look for i i like inspire from you know seeing other gamers do this and it makes me proud as a gamer honestly because i get to involve myself with something that people actually don't really take seriously and yeah. and honestly that's one of the also another things that you guys bring out not just the gaming side of things but the real world consequences or the world world uh, world effects of this and something i could tell to my girlfriend's grandmother who plays Candy Crush and tell her all about all the microtransactions in it and it makes me feel smarter, honestly. Yeah. This show has made me feel smarter, so. <laughs> that's, that's a first. <laughs> Us? Informing others? I know. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. We really it appreciate is, is, having a, you here. It is a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm really happy that you could all be here. Um, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, you guys just, you, we, I owe a lot to you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for letting me, who was kind of a stranger, living with you for a little bit. Yeah. And curious about the radio show that I heard Gates talk about years ago. And coming on here and being a regular and crashing it, honestly. No, it's... it's, it's Don't you know who you are? You are oh, well, Tyler Hunt! Or Tyler Hunt. Tyler Hunt? No, that's your alter. No, I am the Tyler Durr of Pixel Hunt. That's right. That is correct. But Tyler, Tyler Hunt, Hunt of Pixel Dirt. Pixel <laughs> <laughs> oh. Those are. Oh. I'm Malcolm Pixel. <laughs> of Kano Hunt. Of Kano Hunt. Which is what the news is going to call the manhunt for me in the future. Kano yep. Hunt. <laughs> Do you Kano where he went? We're <laughs> <laughs> just having a field day with the last day. <laughs> but my uh, biggest question. Do you Kano this man? <laughs> but my biggest question, and not to you guys in this uh, in this nice little studio. By the way, thank you KRUI for yeah, having thank us you. On. We wouldn't have been able to do this without KRUI uh, and their beautiful uh, beautiful allowance of almost anything. Thank you for letting <laughs> us do this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's only on KRUI that I think we'd be able to do something like this. Mm-hmm. It's true. And and 
I, I just want to say, I asked a question to you, to the fans out there, honestly. Uh, what was your best experience? If you, if you guys, you know, listen to Pixel Hunt, even just in general, if you, if you don't listen to Pixel Hunt, what is your best experience you've not only had in a game, but a moment in your life where a game has changed you in some way? It has, has made you not only just feel better about yourself, but feel better about the life around you and made you connect with people, meet some, you know, met a girlfriend or boyfriend, or, or just really just made you feel better in some way shape form or fashion you know put it down on that twitter if Malcolm, yeah. would you like chilling hey, that man. out hey like if you want to at me or whatever you can at me at a pixel hunt but if you want to find us on soundcloud you can go on to soundcloud and type in pixel hunt we're the we're the one with the 27 videos and the chibis or you can find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash pixel hunt radio show or if you're listening to us live, give us a call. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> the instructions aren't here. Oh, no. They're not oh, here. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, and, but, and you could talk to us personally, honestly. You, you, I mean, I mean, give it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talk to us personally. I'm on Facebook if you really want to hit me up, honestly. Gonna, yeah, I will be at least maintaining the, uh, the SoundCloud, and that's gonna, I'm going to try to keep that up as long as I can. Uh, mm-hmm. Malcolm will give you my premium snap if you ask on Twitter. <laughs> just, just, at, just at me. Snap me, on, snap me on Snapchat. Yo, yeah, you want, the Tyler Duro yeah, Pixel Hunt. You want Tyler Duro's premium Snapchat? Hit me with, <laughs> at me on Twitter, please. But, I'm, but I'm, honestly, though, it, it's, it's um, for the fans out there. Yes, thank you for listening and stuff. Thank you for a lot of good friends have actually told me that they listen to the show, too. So, yeah. Um, uh, is it okay if I can give a shout out to my lady yeah, too? Absolutely. Yeah, shout out to Sada, by the way. When you're listening to this, I'm gonna be right next to you, and we're probably gonna be cuddling. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And but I I uh, I love you. All right. And also not just love Sada, <laughs> but also love you guys as my really good friends. Honestly, yeah. you guys you guys Thank are great. You. Thank you. Well, well, darn. Especially Jim, because you also say well, darn. And I'll miss you most of all. It is a bond stronger than blood. What? (laughs) I'll miss you most of all, Scarecrow. All right, I guess we'll just, we're right here. Uh, It's like the Will Smith when he's like, he's like, his son is like, oh, you know, thank you for being inspiration in life. It was like this one singer. And Will Smith was like, well, I guess screw me then, huh? I guess, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just your dad. Uh, Okay, man, sure. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, So... Thank you, everybody. Uh, and as as we wind down, I'm I'm just I don't know. I feel really lucky to be able to to do this and keep your ears and eyes peeled. Is Open, that posted, just, posted. Just be aware. Be aware. Uh, we will communicate through uh, the Facebook or through Twitter, um, and whether or not Pixel Hunt will be coming back. So we will see. Which might be picked up by either me myself. Tyler, Atril, or Jim, or a mixture of the three of us. Yeah, all Cronenberg together. <laughs> yeah, did, did you just list yourself as three people? <laughs> no. You no. said me, myself, Tyler, and then Atril. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Tyler's I, a three-man Cronenberg. <laughs> that that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, That'd be some Ty- weird Cronenberg. No, I, I just felt I was worthy of more emphasis than everyone yeah, else. That's... Obviously, but yeah, we are we are incredibly lucky. Thank you so much. Thank you all for making this such a memorable and beautiful season. Uh, and with that, I have just a few final things. First, right. yes, and. Oh, that's right. We've ended it. We've gotten it. Uh, we've gone full meme. 
Uh, thus concludes the shell-out arc and the meme arc. Play Melty Blood in your local Popeye's uh, uh, parking, parking lot. lot on a CRT. <laughs> Get into that Melty Blood. Uh, do you guys have any final things? Buy gold. Buy, buy go- gold. <laughs> Cash for gold. Cash for gold. Um, get out there, play games. Oh, I actually wanted to mention one more thing. Yeah, absolutely. One more thing. Have you guys ever watched a TV show or just a show on Netflix or YouTube called Video Game High School? Yes, I have. Sounds yeah. very familiar. It's actually, I remember yeah. Video Game High School. I, I, I wanted to tell you guys something real quick that, mm-hmm. that helped me out. Um, video uh, BGHS was a show that I found by accident because I was trying to get into um, Battlefield, but... I yeah, I found the show by accident and it was at a time back in seventh grade where I honestly felt like I didn't want to be a gamer anymore because I felt embarrassed. And and when watching the show, honestly, it through all the seasons because it was amazing, uh I honestly felt better as a gamer. And not just that, but also like I I felt like I was proud of for who I am. Absolutely. And it made me feel better in some shape, form, or fashion. So to connect with everyone who's mostly gonna go on that Twitter and lay out some stories, that's that's one for you guys to let you guys know. But one final thing to say on the show is that do good, do great, be the greatest llama that you can be. Be positive, always leave a smile on your face, and also good luck with those Mad Cats controllers. Yo, Mad yeah, Cats. Yeah. Mad Cats. I call Mad Cats. <laughs> That's some Mad Cats. <laughs> Not viable. <laughs> Not... Mike, do you have it? Tyler, do you have it? Uh, I just, one final thank you. Thank you, everyone, thank for... You. Uh, if if you've been sticking with us for four years, Jeez. that would be miraculous. Ooh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, you deserve a medal. <laughs> but if, if, it's, if it's possible... Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who joined us later, too, who listened to us even once. Uh, If you're listening now, just thank you for joining us, making these four years so memorable and so enjoyable. Yeah. What about you, Jim? I don't really think there's a whole lot I can add, so I'm just going to say Captain Frostkite signing off. (laughs) I mean, I guess I have to thank uh, all of you here in the studio and the fans for helping to inflate my uh, <laughs> my conceited ego uh, as to being able to convince myself that I am actually a celebrity here in the flesh in Iowa City. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. I'm able to walk around downtown wondering why it is people aren't asking for my autograph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, must already not, for... they must not want to bother me. Because <laughs> I'm so famous. So sexy. Ooh. They know my time is important. <laughs> it's, it's okay, I understand. Thank you for not wasting my time. <laughs> it's going to breathe yes. by you. As, as you walk along like Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, that is the perfect image to end it on. It's, it's Spider-Man just dancing through the streets. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end game. Let's, yeah. let's end the show. We're yada, yada, yada. End game joke. Thank you. Thanos snapped out of existence. You know the deal. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody. We will see you guys when we see you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>